Hello, hello. This is Reality of Reality, and I'm Aliza Rosen, a longtime TV producer and development executive. Every week on the podcast, I talk to interesting people in all aspects of unscripted content. Today on the podcast, it is the day I have been waiting for since the day I started this podcast over two years ago. So anyone who listens regularly knows the one show I mention over and over again without fail is my favorite Shark Tank. It is hands down my favorite unscripted show. It might even be just my favorite show ever. And I never tire of it. I look forward to watching it every Friday night when we're in season. And I'm so beyond privileged to have one of the executive producers of Shark Tank on the podcast today. And her name is Yoon Lingner. She's been running the show since day one. She was there for the pilot. And although she did have a career before Shark Tank, we don't care about that. We just care about Shark Tank. I'm just kidding. We'll hear about her career before that, but she will also answer all the burning questions I have about Shark Tank and you will not be disappointed. So enjoy. Yoon, hello. Hi. This is very exciting. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm beyond thrilled you're here. I don't want to put too much pressure on this interview, but (laughs) I have done, I was thinking about this this morning. I've done, I think, either over 60 episodes or close to 60 episodes and you are probably the one I'm most excited oh for. Oh my God, all I'm them. scared. Okay. <laughs> you should be a little <laughs> Don't scared. Don't want to disappoint. No. But, but anyone who listens on a regular basis, as I've told you on email, knows that I'm completely obsessed with Shark Tank. It is my favorite show on oh, television. Thank you. Or currently not on television at the moment. But mm-hmm. but mo- but I just, I, I stumbled on it. I don't know. How, about, how many years has it been on, actually? It's been, this is our 10th year. It's 10th crazy. Year. So okay. it's, uh, it aired in 2009. It first aired. Okay. So I think I didn't discover it till a couple of years later, maybe even 2012. Yeah, nobody did. So. Right. And right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was way past Kevin Harrington. Uh-huh. And then I had to go binging on mm-hmm. CNBC. Mm-hmm. And I think I lost a few weeks. Yes, it's <laughs> easy to do. It's on yeah. every day. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and it's, and of course, and again, mm-hmm. I told you before we started, I have a terrible memory. So for me, I can just keep watching. The old ones again and again have no recollection of having ever seen it. It's like Christmas Grand again. Day. <laughs> it is. It's perfect. So I want to get into. I have a million mm-hmm. questions about Shark Tank, and um, everyone who I bring it up with always says, "Oh, I love Shark Tank." So I, I think this will be popular, mm-hmm. and people will want to know the burning Great. questions. Okay. But I want to start with you. Okay. Um, and I was telling you that I kind of dropped the ball and forgot to ask you to send me a bio. Mm-hmm. And so I had to do my own research, God forbid. Mm-hmm. And I found uh, an interesting history with you. It seems okay. like you started in, speaking of history, and like a lot of historical I doc did. stuff and with biography. So give me your whole, you grew up here. Give me uh, the whole yeah, history. Yeah, I grew up here. I went to UCLA and I was an art major. Um, but I always knew I wanted to get into, well, really initially documentaries. Yeah. So my first job out of college was at a television documentary company called Film Ruse um, that produced a ton of A&E and History Channel documentaries. And I started off as an art researcher. So I found all the art for the documentaries. So that's how I started. But, you know. Yeah, I did see Art Department. I was wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was art research, finding paintings and, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, And then I segued into producing from there. Yeah. And then how? How did you segue? How did you know what you were doing? Well, so I, you know, so I, I worked at a company that it, it was, um, uh, I was staffed there and okay. we did tons of shows. I mean, right. like. So you, you were know, in the trenches. Yeah. Hundreds of episodes a year went at its height. Back in the good days. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> where there were hundreds to be bought. Um, and I knew I wanted to segue into producing. So okay. I just, you know, got in there and started uh, producing these um, Annie History Channel documentaries. And then I left, and that was kind of in the beginning. Um, 
of reality when it was becoming really popular. Yeah. So, so around 2000s, early uh, early aughts? Yeah. Uh, yeah, early 2000s. Okay. And um, my first job in reality was Big Brother. Right, I saw yeah. that. And I was super kind of like hesitant, like, oh, I don't know if I can, you know. Yeah. But um, it was a great experience, and that's kind of what started me in reality. So your first job was on Big Brother. Yes. What was What was the job? I was in story. I was a story producer, yeah. So what was, that, what was that like? Um, well, you know what? I feel really fortunate that Big Brother was my first uh, entry into reality because it's such a tight ship over there. They have to be because they, you know, at the time, I don't know now, but they aired, what, three episodes a week and right. one was live and, um, you know, you have a contain. It, it was it, you really had to run like a fine tuned mechanism. So everybody had a very set job. Right. You know, you had the hours you had to be there right. when you were overseeing the what was happening. Very organized yeah, yeah, chaos. It was super organized. Yeah. And it was such a great learning experience. It was almost like going into like a summer camp for reality. <laughs> right. That's interesting. <laughs> so um, what was the transition like going from sort of super serious doc long form into competition reality? Well, I definitely was um, scared of that. So <laughs> I took a step down because I was a uh, supervising producer. Um, oh, by the time you had left? Yeah, by okay. the time I had left. And then I took a little year off of what am I doing? And yeah. You know, like I, <laughs> I worked as an assistant in, on a movie. Oh, really? Yeah. N- nothing happened from that except I met my husband. Was that <laughs> Up With Love? Down With Down Love. Down With Love? Yes. I got yes. the direction wrong. <laughs> I saw that too and I was yeah. wondering, the yeah. Renee Zellweger. Yes. So you just ran, how did that even happen? Um, a friend of mine, um, her husband was a director. Um, awesome guy. Oh, he and was the director on the film. Uh, on the uh, oh, yeah. So, so, and then you met. What was your husband doing on the film? He was a PA. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And has he stayed in the film world? He uh, he had he did for a long time, and he's a first AD on um, Brooklyn Nine Nine right now. <gasps> Hilarious show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. really funny show. Oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then you so then you took a step down, and then and then you went into right. So you yes. were you were a story uh, producer, yes. which in the, I was, in the hierarchy I was a story editor, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, in okay. the hierarchy. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know what, and. I also feel fortunate that I got into story because yeah. at that point, you know, because producing um, these A&E docs, are, it's a whole different kind of thing. You know, you don't have a storage bar. You, don't, you know, you're right. just producing. And um, so I could have gotten into a lot of different areas of, of producing. You know, I didn't know. And I'm so fortunate that it just kind of landed into story because it's creative and it was totally in my wheelhouse. So. I took a step down because I really I didn't want to get into something and pretend you know the fake it till I make it thing is not really my thing, um, but after doing it I'm like oh it's all the same skill set I was really comfortable easy and quickly. So, yeah. yeah, I always make that point on the podcast. I feel like if you're a good producer, you should be able to produce across yes. all mediums. Right. So, I mean, that is a pretty extreme shift, and you were able to do it easily. Yeah, it was, and it, but it was nice to. It just gave me the confidence, like, oh, I can do this. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then I pretty much have stayed in the reality competition genre from there. Right. So you did. I saw Kitchen Nightmares. You did. Some uh, no, I did Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Sorry, I get there's I did so Hell's many. Hell's Kitchen. Now. I did The Mole. I did American Inventor. Right. I did Top Design. A lot of. Um, I love Top Design. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great show. That was mm-hmm. the Bravo one. Yes. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Or was that? I guess with your art background, that kind of made. That was sort of a cool fusion. It, huh? Yeah, it was cool in that I was just interested in right. it. Yeah. Design, just gorgeous yeah. design. Yeah. So in terms of those kind of all of those shows pre-Shark Tank, what's kind of the best story that you have from that time? And whether it's with talent oh or just God. something crazy that happened in the field? Because competition is, is its own kind of beast. Right. You know, and, it, right. and it's always fun to talk to people. I've really never worked on those kind of big 
you know, broadcast uh, competition shows. And I always think it's so interesting to hear like the stories from the trenches. Well, you know. I don't have a ton of experience in like the docudrama. And when I look at it, yeah. for me, I always find that competition is easier. Yeah. Just because. You don't have to find the story. Exactly. Right. Like I can't imagine like <laughs> just sitting around and, you know, waiting. And also like what I don't like is um, when you know it's sort of manufactured because you have to find some story, right. you know. Right. Whereas in competition, you have the actual competition moving towards it to find your story. Exactly. Oh, crazy stories. Oh, my God. I don't. <laughs> Any good Gordon ones? Um, honestly, I'm going to disappoint you there. I don't really. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. when did you come over to Shark Tank? Has it been a long time? I've been on since the pilot. <gasps> I've been Ooh. on straight for 10 years. Oh, my God. This yes. is exciting. Okay. Yes. So the, ty- so the, the, the format was a Japanese format that yes. then became a UK. So talk about sort of the evolution of how it got here. And I guess you were working with Phil Gurren from the beginning, right? Because didn't Phil bring over the format? Uh, I... You know what? Uh, Clay Newbill is the showrunner of Shark right. Tank, and he's the one who brought me on okay. to the show uh, because I worked with him on The Mole and American Inventor and Top Design. So we had been working together for several years before that. Got so it. he's the one. As far as how it actually yeah. came to fruition yeah. and who had when the you, rights. When and you were with I, the pilot. like Yeah, what that was... I, Phil Gurren did have the rights to it, and he developed it with Sony, and then Mark Burnett was brought on. Yeah. All of those little—I de- don't know, really, okay. but I never really worked closely with Phil. Okay, got yeah. it. What about Mark Burnett? Was he involved? Super yeah, from involved? the beginning. Okay. Since, yeah, so when I did the pilot, um, it was with Mark Burnett. Did the pilot play. air? It did. It was the first episode? Yeah. yeah, it was the first episode. So what was it like doing—so first of all, who were all the sharks the same except for Kevin? Um, Harrington, was, uh, I mean, Lori was not there, oh, and was, Mark Cuban wasn't right, there. Right, he didn't start till second season. Exactly, and Lori started second season. Okay. So it was Kevin Harrington and Damon right. and Barbara and Robert and Kevin. And so O'Leary. what, when you look back, I don't know if you've watched yeah. that pilot. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, like, what were some <laughs> of the things that struck you about them in particular versus now? Uh, well, everyone's gotten so comfortable. But when <laughs> yeah. I look at the show, it's so obvious to me that it was the first season. The set looked totally different. Right. They were it in was. front of like a desk with cash on the table. Yeah, yeah. there was actual <laughs> yeah. cash on the table. That's like the was one it thing. Was real money? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like the one thing that's horrifying to me. I see, like, see right. the wads of cash. I'm like, oh, God. And it was, it looked like a news, newsy yes, kind of it thing. Did. With it did. The, yeah. That's hilarious. Um, And then, you know, Kevin and Robert did the uh, Dragon's Den version in Canada. Right. So they were already, like, they knew the drill. They were super comfortable. And it was really great to have them. It wasn't five people that had no idea yeah. what was happening. They were com- And how close was the format to Dragon's Den? Um, it's, it, it is different. I mean, it, it's the same. You know, you have a panel of investors. Yeah. The, the, simple, the concept is very simple. You have yeah. a panel of investors. You have entrepreneurs, you know, uh, pitching the ins and outs of their business. But um, it's, the Shark Tank is faster paced. It's, I feel like it's a little slicker than Dragon's Den. Dragon's Den is a little, I mean, I think they do like, um, it's been a while since I've watched it, but yeah. they do. But I remember watching it and going, wow, this is really, the pacing was just not, I don't think, for an American audience. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. So it was, it was we it, needed something flashier. It, yeah, a little flashier, a little quicker. Yet, I think they, we started off, now we do four pitches, um, an episode. I think we were playing around. We did, I think, five. Like, it was a little, you know, like, how how long can an inten- attention span last for a yeah. pitch? But I think at Dragon's Den, I mean, in one way it was longer, but then they would do, like, little montages of things. <laughs> right. So, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, that won't work. That won't work. Yeah. No, I think f- it's for an episode, right? Four, yes. Yeah. Yes. I think it works perfectly. It never spot. feels like anything's too short. Yeah. You know, I mean, and then the ones that need to breathe, breathe. Like, it's, right. it's a perfect format. Right. So uh, with Kevin, Mr. Wonderful, yes. was he kind of designating himself as sort of the linchpin from the, the pilot? Or did that happen later? I mean, he's sort of, you know, he comes off like it's his show and everyone else is there well, <laughs> to serve him. Well, I'm sure he believes that. <laughs> and that's great for us. You know, um, Kevin... He definitely takes the lead, I would say. Yeah, I mean, in I think the lead in the person who sort of moderates it a little bit, this, the exactly. person that kind of gets it moving. Yeah. Um, I would say when he's on the panel that that's, you know, his job and he's so great at it. And he does have like really great comedic timing. Um, he just says the right little uh, barbs and, it, you know, it it, it's great. So, but it, it's not necessarily a super conscious like, hey, Kevin, you are the okay. one who are, no, it's not like that. It's okay. like everybody... Um, lets their own whatever they're comfortable with and their personalities kind of dictate their part. Yeah. Yeah. So was Mark asked to be on from the beginning and then didn't sign on till two? Mark Cuban was, um, I believe he wasn't asked from the very beginning. I I think it was just kind of a a dance that happened with the network. There's a notorious story um, about Barbara Uh that she was, I guess, interviewed and then rejected and then wrote an impassioned letter to Mark Burnett. Do you know that story? I do. I've heard a little bit of it. Um, I remember on the pilot, um, what happened was that um, it was was like a contractual thing where it it didn't, you know, didn't work out. Oh, okay. So it wasn't personal. Well, then, then Barbara <laughs> was brought in, and she, yeah. Oh, so a contractual I, thing with yeah, someone you know, else who didn't work. Right. Ah, I, I, can, can you, you know say what? who it was? It was, I really, I, I don't think I can. Oh. Uh, not, not, it's not super salacious. Okay. Was, and then it eventually did work out. It was not a, like a oh. crazy thing. But I'm not sure what happened okay. besides this hearing in her interviews or whatever in the past. Right. What happened in the pre-production, you know, because I got brought on right. when production started. Yeah, like my, you know, you're ready to go. Ready to go. Um, but I know that it wasn't like she wasn't locked in, but she got brought in sort of as like a. I don't. I'm so bad at like sports terms. What was it? The not replacement person, but uh, like you're switch hitter, the wrong, pitcher, yeah, I don't know. designated hitter. Yeah, no, no, that, the opposite of that. Okay, the person who kind of anyway. So she was brought on because we sort of had this hole. Got it. And she was amazing. Yeah, so it was like she's phenomenal. So she, you know, it, it was almost like a a rehearsal that turned into <laughs> the real gig because she was so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And was everybody from the beginning excited about it? Or was it, you know yeah. what I mean? Was it like this is going to, I mean, what was the thought from the beginning? This is going to be a big hit show? Or no, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think, you know, with every show you go into, you're excited. Hopefully, yeah. you know. I don't take on a show unless, right. you know, I think it's going to be a hit. No, it been, not necessarily. Or just gonna that, be good. I think it's going to be good, you know. Um, had it already been a hit in Canada and Japan? Like, a, had it done well in those places? It had. Okay. It had done well. But it's it, in those countries, it also took a few years to get its legs. And I think that's what helped us. Um, because we did season one. Yeah. And it would, really did not make a splash. Right. You not know, at and all. it was just kind of. It was Friday nights from the beginning. 
I don't think so. Oh, I don't think it was. No, we got moved to Friday nights. Oh, I mean, they tried us a very, yeah, yeah. lots of different. We moved around a lot. Yeah, I miss Friday night. By the way, Sunday night so takes up yeah. so much. There's so much in the DVR. Yes, yes. Friday night, it was like Bill Maher and Shark Tank. Yes, and yes. I miss... We hope to go back to Friday night. Oh, good. Yeah, and there's good, a good, good chance. Did the um, ratings change when you went to Sundays? Do they uh, go down because there's bit, yeah because so much competition? Right, right, right. Stay right. on Friday. You'll continue hopefully, to kill it. Hopefully, just, yeah. You know, if you're yeah, listening, yeah. network. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what was? So I was sorry. <laughs> I just have so much to ask. I was saying, did you feel everyone was excited? Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, season one aired. It, we didn't make a huge splash. We got picked up for season two, but only for eight episodes. Ooh. And it was like, ooh. Like was that, is, so season two was only eight episodes yes, total? Yes. <gasps> That's crazy. Yeah. So it was sort of like, if you can't make it work, we're going to can it after season I, two. I, it was, you know, <laughs> That's what it felt it, like. Yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, oh, I wasn't doing, you know. But, yeah. you know, we I really have to give a lot of credit to ABC. And um, at the time, it was Mark Brocco was our... Um, Executive, and they he really loved the show and believed in the show. Yeah. And ABC be- really, you know, stood behind the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with the super soft ratings, they just kind of stuck with it, which is so rare. And it re- it really is you really got, worth just to give it a chance, yeah, you know. And oh, we moved God. around a lot, and right. People didn't know, and it wasn't. And at the time, I mean, there are a lot of business shows now, right? And at the time, <laughs> it was the only were, one. Yeah, people were not. <laughs> you know, I remember uh, starting out where. Um, you know, just the concept of valuation, right? You know, <laughs> and we're like, oh, are people going to get it? Yeah. They have to multiply the right. thing and yeah. this. And I it. finally got it. It took me a couple <laughs> seasons. <laughs> and it's like, oh, do we even say the word? And then right. do we define it and how? Right. And it's like, it was that balance. It was kind of, of a smart, right? Making it smart and entertaining. Making it smart, but like not having people tune out because they don't understand what it is. That's interesting. So it was it really it was trying to figure out you know, the right balance. Um, and, and did the, you switch the set? Season two is when you switch the set to what it is now, more or less. Yeah. Getting getting them out from behind the desk. Yes. Just making it more personal. And do you think Mark coming on season two was, and with Lori, is that kind of what started to tip the balance of people starting to watch? I mean, I think that helped. I mean, they're amazing. But I think it's really just it. People got used to it. People found out about it. It it was like a word of mouth thing. thing. And then, you know, from the beginning, we've always um, gotten a lot of positive feedback from the press. You know, the critics were really always very positive about it. And I think probably, especially because of the reality genre, it was not uh, super exploitive. You know, like, for instance, um, like in season one, we started out with, oh, you know, every episode, even to now, every uh, episode, we want to have a balance of different kinds of products. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get all tech. You're never right. going to get all, like, homemade barbecue sauces. Or right. Whatever. It's a little bit of everything. Um, <clears throat> and in the beginning, we were playing around with, you know, ideas are a little bit wacky or a little this, you know. And and even though, some, you know, we might have some, you know, wacky things or things that are a little out there, you know, the criteria is that they still definitely have to have a chance of getting a deal. You were never going to bring something on that is super crazy, that like no way in hell. And it's just like stupid. We're not right, going to do that. Right. And in the beginning, we were kind of playing around with maybe doing that, you know, almost right, like, like American Idol like style. Like American Idol. <laughs> Send like your you Sanjayas. Have a, exactly. <laughs> and we we don't do that. And it was worth yeah. for us. And part of that is we're not making fun of people. We're not exploiting people. Right. It's respectful. It's, Although yeah. there have been a few outliers. Like there was a guy a few seasons ago with some crazy like fracking thing or I don't know oh, what yes, it was. Oh, yes, yes, you know yeah, 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 I totally there's know. There's a few like there's that. There's a few, but. They're still grounded in legitimacy. Yes. But you know, yeah, yeah. like, and also. He, he, he was a crazy idea, but he was actually a professor. Right. You know, so right. it wasn't like he was some, 
hack in his underwear, right. like, you know. Yeah. Right. Completely. Well, it's funny because, I mean, you always have one that doesn't get a deal pretty much every episode, right? Or is there... Or uh, once in a blue moon. Every now and then. We try to mix it up. Right. Yeah. But usually, you know, if I'm following and I'm like, okay, we're at three. This one's not going to because they're never going to. You rarely end it with someone not getting a deal. Usually if you end it with someone not getting a deal, it's because mm-hmm. the entrepreneur says no to an offer. Right. But usually you don't end it with them not well, getting and, an offer. And the reason is um, we tend to like to start and end and kind of anchor the episodes with something meaty, yes, you know, that has exactly. some you know, ebb and flow, that things have happened. <laughs> right. And when it's generally a no, where no offer was made and there's no negotiation, I mean, you're not going to have that. You're not going to have the, you know, ups and downs. So it ends up being one um, where at least an offer was made, whether they accepted it or not. Yeah. yeah. That's so, I was just thinking, because I'm watching The Voice now, another Mark Burnett show, uh-huh. and it's the, it's his fingerprint in a way that's very much the voice format, too. It always starts with a with a bang uh, and ends okay. with a bang. You know okay, what I mean? Right, right, right. And then you mix the stuff up in, yeah. in between. So how long does it take to actually film a season? Uh, we shoot the uh, entire season in pods. So we shoot right. in um, two different, two pods. So I would say... And um, can you explain? I know okay. what it means, but can right, you explain right, right. what a so pod we'll, is? So we'll shoot like over three weeks in June and over three weeks in September. So I think one thing that everyone's surprised about is um, the when you watch an episode, it's not that we, you know, shot the four pitches in order right. that day, right. you know, or last week and it's airing today. We shoot a bunch of pitches um, over... Two and a half weeks in June, two and a half weeks where there's, you know, prep and stuff like that in, in September. And then we see what we have and then we kind of mix and match and make them into episodes. Right. So that's why they're always wearing the same clothes. Yes. Because you yes. Are, you have to and account for that. We've totally gotten feedback on that. Like, yeah. oh, can't you guys afford their shirts? Can't they <laughs> afford to get new outfits? And it's like. It's funny how they don't get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't you get how we're doing this? Yeah. Um, and he, well, mm-hmm. most of it, a lot of it, I mean, it's just the logistics of, you know. Shooting, yeah. obviously, but also those sh- the sharks are they are business people and they have huge lives. They have lives. and just scheduling right to get them all in a room is you know not easy. So so we it's have actually to do it that six way. weeks of filming for a season, pretty much. And then how long are the days? Are they must be long days? Um, it's ten to twelve hours. Yeah, and yeah. how many pitches will you film in those in each we, day? We try to f- the goal is ten pitches. Wow, per yeah, day? Per day, yeah. So so you're really in and out, right? We're in I mean, and out, yeah. they're each about an hour. They're, uh, they're about 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So and it's so, a long day. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about producing the actual <clears throat> show in terms of, and I know there's going to be some stuff that you can't right. say because mm-hmm. you can't fully reveal how the donuts are made. So I'll try right. to stay in a safe, okay. a safe zone. Okay. So I, I and so you're... Uh, the showrunner. I am not you're, the showrunner. You're the supervising producer. I, no, I'm, I'm the executive producer. Executive producer. Okay. Um, Clay Newbill is the showrunner. Okay, I and like I am, you the showrunner. <laughs> but I am his, like, right, right hand. Like, we yeah. do it together, but he is definitely the showrunner. Okay. Yeah. Got it. But you're EP. I am. So, yes. and how long have you been EP for? I think Three years, four years? I don't know. That's it's awesome. Been, yeah. And you've won how many mm-hmm. Emmys? Four Emmys. And nominated for how many? Oh, I believe seven. Many more. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Yeah. So cool. So I just had to get that in. <laughs> Kudos to you. Thank well, you. well deserved. So so my point is yes. is that you're you're in sort of this larger role of, of overseeing the whole show. You're yeah, not, from the very beginning yeah. to the end, the bitter end. Right. Yes, yes. So, I'm involved with everything. And how many producers are under you? Uh, let's see. Oh. 
We have we have five teams of two producers. Okay, um, and it's five. Is it per shark? Is that how it works? No, no, no. Per pitch? No, no, no. Uh, like they each get a certain amount of pitches. There's a there's producing. We have five producing teams with a producer and an AP. Okay, and they get assigned the entrepreneurs. And they, they're the okay. ones who kind of shuttle them through the process. Got it. And are they are they <clears throat> the ones who are... And then I have a whole story department and a field department, too. So, so the story department different. comes in during post, or are they in from they're, the beginning? They're in during, uh, while we tape the okay. pitches. Okay. Yeah. Got Watching it. Watching what's happening. Because, you know, these, um, these pitches are uh, 45 minutes to an hour, sometimes longer than an hour. Yeah. And we have to take that and make it, make it into, yeah, seven, six minutes to 11, 12 minutes is the max. Right. Yeah, so so I, I read somewhere that a lot of the stuff that that ends up being cut out uh, is like what you were saying earlier, just like the nuts and bolts of the business stuff, the numbers, yeah, stuff yeah, that yeah, the, the yeah. audience is not going to respond to. Right, right. Or they might, but we just don't have the time. Right. But there's a lot of stuff that, you know, and it's it's really true that the sharks have no idea. I was going to ask you that. Anything. They don't have a dossier. They don't have anything in front of them. They don't have anything. They are seeing, all, they, all they're seeing is the setup before the person walks in. So they can try to figure out, right, the, the stage, like with yeah, the, with yeah, the there, stuff. Yeah, there's a, there's a setup. But sometimes when it's sort of like a reveal, we'll have a curtain so they can't oh, really? see. Oh, really? Okay. Um, but honestly, they're not really even looking at lo- it. They never by, seem to be looking by, at it. But at this time, in be- first of all, it is a long day. We're yeah, doing, you know. Right. They're taking their phone before the person We're doing eight to ten pitches, it. you know. Right. So in between, they're eating, right. they're checking, drinking, right. they're checking their phones, yeah. they're goofing off, right. you know. So yeah. they're really not. Right. They're like, wake me they're up when paying, the next person they're comes not paying, in. Yeah, <laughs> paying attention to that. Interesting. So in terms of the process, <clears throat> I mean, obviously you have casting. So yes. once the once they've casting has fully vetted uh-huh the p the entrepreneurs mm-hmm. who is there another department or another person that's vetting the actual business to make sure that it's legitimate and that the numbers that they're saying are legitimate I mean, yeah it's it's a whole machine so we have a casting department and um you know we get 40,000 submissions a year yeah Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, so it's a lot to go through. And you reach out too. I've heard we reach out. Done, we do both. Right. Um, so that's a lot. Yeah. So oh they come god. from all. We you know we do uh, <laughs> casting calls all around the country. Right. We, you know we have the website, but then we also go out and look for businesses because there's some um, people who are not like reality type of people that right. would ever think of doing that, and they ended up you know they end up being amazing. You know, I've you know found people like we we're all there's a whole huge team of us and. Just living life, it was like, oh my god, they would be right, for sure, you know. Right, so right. we'll reach out to them. So it happens that way too, and so they'll kind of weed out into you know a reasonable uh, uh, number, and then they will um, the businesses will make little videos, and then um, me and Clay and Max Wedlow, um, the other executive producer. Yeah, uh, I see his name. Yeah, yeah. He will. So we'll watch the. So they'll give you. They'll casting. narrow it down to they'll how many. Down. How many uh, will they narrow it down to before you get those tapes? I mean, we probably see a season. A couple thousand. You watch a couple yeah, yeah, thousand yeah. of those videos. Yes, oh yes. my god! <laughs> what are those? So you just lock yourselves in an office for yes, weeks yeah. on end and just watch videos. Yes. Yes. God. We do. So let <clears throat> be being honest, if uh-huh. you can. Uh-huh. How many of those are you? You know, fast forwarding through after a sec, like you'll know sometimes they, within we ten have, seconds. We have a, a casting editing department that edited it down. Okay, so we're not watching. Right, know, we're watching 
three minutes three, per okay. person. So will you always watch the full three minutes or will sometimes you know after 20 seconds? No, Sometimes. We try to give people a chance. <laughs> but sometimes it's just stuff. too painful. You know? yeah. But honestly, the ca- because the casting department have, have already, we're not looking at these blind. Yeah. They're, they're giving only, they're giving to us only ones we think Okay. They think that might be, you know, so interesting. interesting. Right, yeah. of course. And they know uh, already kind of and, where. And it's, it's almost like our own little, like, uh, voice kind of thing where we're. You're turning around. Three of us are in a chair and right. then, you know. Oh, they, God, what I would do to be in one like, of those ah! sessions. No, I know. Totally. We've often, like, thought, like. like this is wow. another show. Yeah, but, but it would be, like, you could never air it. It would right. be terrible. Hey, we're, <laughs> okay. awful, we're awful right. people, too. So we're all awful. Yeah, yeah, you're no. saying the meanest no, things. Yeah, exactly. So what is the criteria? What is What is it you're looking for? Other than, obviously, the obvious which is like forget the business side that people can present themselves what what else are you looking for so we are looking for so every business has to have some kind of fresh angle right so um it can't just be a barbecue sauce (laughs) anymore you know maybe we've had that in the past yes um especially as this you know seasons have evolved there has to be so if it's a cookie it has to be a cookie with something that no one has ever seen before like a twist (laughs) you know or something unique about it so, and we're not going to have like, let's say, just a dry cleaning business, right? You know, that it might be an amazing, wonderful business, but it has to be. Is it a dry cleaning business that uses Uber and that yes. does this tech, and that it has to be something that is? It can't be like a fully straight on regular product or business. Mm-hmm. That's our criteria okay. for the businesses. Then, um, the entrepreneur or entrepreneurs behind it have to. You know, ideally, we want them to be charismatic, you know, some right. kind of light behind the eyes, right. you know, and sometimes, <laughs> of life. sometimes we'll compromise on that because the business is so great. Right. You know, yeah, you've definitely you had know, those. We have, we have yeah. but in, in, in general, they don't work. Yeah. You know, so it, it's that we, we're constantly weighing like, oh, that's so great. You know, the business is so great. Oh, but they're, they're like dead. super deadly. <laughs> right. But like, oh, it's so great. Let's try it. And, and then, in those cases, <clears throat> will you have a producer work with them if you think it's like they have potential, will you then like, is there almost coaching in terms of just yeah, like media is. presentation? Yeah, a little. We have a producer work with him on what we call the pitch, which yes. is like that first minute. Right. You know, there is no, there's no like coaching or rehearsal of the Q&A. Because right, we have no idea what the sharks right, are going to ask. We right. have no idea how it's going to go. But they run through how many times? I know I'm, I'm digressing, but yeah. how many times do they actually run through their pitches on the stage before they present? On the stage, not never, ever. Never. Wow. Yeah. It's the first time they're the ever going time. out there. And yes. how many times will they run through? And I mean, guess you have no idea they're doing it at home Yeah, or but they'll run through it for us. Right. Uh, a bunch of times. No, once. Once. Now, they'll work with their producers. Okay. They'll work with it who at home or whatever. But when they come to L.A. to shoot. Yeah. We'll do like a preach pitch. And you'll do um, that on the same day you're filming? We'll do it a day or a couple days before. Got it. Yeah. Run and sometimes through. people get cut at that point. Ooh. Yeah. So just because you were flown out Oof. doesn't mean that you're going to uh, pitch the sharks. And just because you pitch the sharks doesn't mean you're going to air. I was just going to say that. So yes. how many, what's the percentage of how many um, pitches you act, or like out of an average of three weeks, how many of the pitches that are filmed don't end up airing? And what's the number one reason why not? Um, so <laughs> I wish I could know the, uh, yeah. it, like the on exact, average, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'll just How, what make does it a feel guess? like, yeah, maybe 20% don't 20%, air, maybe. Okay. So like um, one in four. Something like that. Okay. And, you know, we, we always have to overshoot, obviously, right, you five. know, yeah. yeah, just like you have to overshoot anything in, you of know. Of course, yeah. of course. Because you don't know if you're going to get something good. And what's the main reason? <clears throat> Do you know right away you're going to cut it or later in like, the edit it, it doesn't was, work? So while we're watching it. 
you know when things are amazing or when things are terrible. The middle ground stuff, we you know, massage it and play with right. it in post and see if it's going to work. Interesting. Um, so what's, you know, if it was boring, right. you know, <laughs> right. if nothing happened, right. you know, that's the criteria. Sometimes, you know, we just don't have slots, you know. But if it doesn't air, mm-hmm. but they make an investment, mm-hmm. will it still go on with that, with the shark and the investor? Yeah, there's it. It varies. It can though. It, it, yeah, oh, absolutely. Right. So the the other thing that um, people are surprised about, but it to me it's so obvious. Yeah. But like sometimes I, I'm still surprised when people don't get it. Yeah. Is that the sharks use their own money? Right. Like it's there. We're not. You <laughs> yeah. know. They're. The, what are people thinking they're doing? Using the show's money? I guess. Or That's that weird. it's like a game show. Right. Or yeah, like no. oh, it's like they don't. Yeah. It's not, then, they're, you know. then they're not real watchers. Right. And also. The sharks are sitting there. They have, no, you know, like normally if you were to take a business meeting, yeah. you would have right. looked at no their, fi- you know, right. you would have looked at their financials and background and right. this and that and they vetted it. Exactly. They, you know, we as a show vet it so we're not as much as we can. I was going to ask about that. Yeah. yeah. You know, you do You're your not standard. doing forensic accounting. Right. Exactly. Right. But we do have a business analyst. Okay. Um, to make sure staff. it's legitimate and yeah, not a joke. That to make sure that, you know, your sales are generally your sales. So you really have a business. Right. That there's, you know, that as far as we can tell, there's no crimes that have been committed. Right. We're not, we're trying, we're kind of a matchmaker. Yeah. And so we, we're not, we're trying to, we don't want to match the sharks to, you know, people that are completely illegitimate or crazy or whatever. Yeah. To the best of our ability. Right. Um, But they're still fudging. They're embellishing. Yeah, of course. Right. And sometimes that does come out in due diligence. Right. Because the sharks all do their own due diligence. So basically we're the matchmaker. Yeah. Right. And so we try to put the best people, you know, that we can, but we don't know necessarily. Um, And, you know, and ABC has their own standards of background and things like that. Like every every TV show. Yep. So the sharks make their deal. And then... That's a handshake agreement because they can't like that's like meeting somebody somewhere and going, this is my business and giving the ins and outs and going, yeah, I love it. Let's talk to our lawyers. Right. right. So then there's a vetting process that each shark does on their own that we're not involved with at all. And so from what I've heard, they have a whole team. They have a whole team. Now they do because there's so many people. Yeah. But they have a whole team that vet through the numbers and make sure that. The business is what they say it is, that they, you know, so it's a handshake agreement yeah. at the end of the pitch. And then what happens from there of, of it actually closing, that's between the sharks and the entrepreneurs. Obviously, we want all of them to close, but that's not going to necessarily happen. And also, um, you know, half the time the entrepreneurs will back out. That's what Mark Cuban was saying that yes. it's usually, he said, I read somewhere that it was like 90% of the time it's the entrepreneurs backing out. And for each shark, out. I'm sure it's different. And why? So, why do you think the entrepreneurs are backing out? So Too much equity? Yeah, sometimes it's like, you know, you're in the heat of the moment. Right, you're, right. There, you're there with the shark, you're yeah. in the shark tank, you're walking right. down the hallway and you're like, ah, and you're like, yes, you know. So then you sleep on it. And what have I done? You know, what have I done? And there's that. Interesting. Um, You know, and then definitely there is a thing like there is a shark tank effect thing where you get on the show and just by being on the show um most people do get um, a bounce bounce in their sales and mark cuban does not like those gold diggers no i know i know they call them gold (laughs) diggers and um and we try to vet them out um but it's hard you don't know what people's uh, intentions are so sometimes they're just in it for that and they want the exposure, 
Um, and then they, they don't have any intention of actually closing the deal. It's interesting so. that Mark seems to suss those people out more than anybody. I mean, that's yeah. his Achilles heel. That and fake claims. Yeah, that's his, yeah, the, the vitamins it's, and supplements. And sometimes and I yeah. feel like you guys just choose those people because you know he's going to go ballistic and I'm here for it. <laughs> well, you know what? People, we, we kind of had the expectation that he might do that, but like we would never put some kind of quacky kind of thing because there's definitely like S&P would never let us do right, that. Right, 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 right. So, no, they can. And but but sometimes you can. It's like you see the train going. Right. And you know exactly when it's in that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, Lori's going to say, have you done the patent on it? You know, he's going to say, right, have you right, done right. any trials? And you just see it going and going. And then like either they're all just going to hate them or uh-huh. Kevin's going to say, you have tons of sales. I don't give a shit if it's legitimate right, right, right. or not. And it's funny because yeah, we know that kind of like that's Mark's you know chip on his shoulder <laughs> yes. is that, and then the gold dinging. And sometimes I think he um, personally uh, makes snap judgments, falsely accuses. Yeah, yeah, because he just has that it's thing his, in the back of his yeah, head. It's his gut. I think he goes with his gut. And a sometimes lot. I, I don't. I'm watching it. and I'm like, I don't think that's the case. Right. You know? So that's what's fun. Well, it's such great know. drama. Yeah, and the thing is, is that, um, and I know I'm all over the place. Sorry, yeah, I'm just too. I'm getting yeah. caught up in the moment. <laughs> this is so exciting. Um, the the thing is, what I love that you guys have done, mm-hmm. and you've only done small tweaks over the seasons. Thank God, I mm-hmm. hate when amazing mm-hmm. shows mm-hmm. try to rework the whole yes, format and yes, ruin it. So you've yes. done just slightly little things. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things I love in the last few seasons is the banter is is the shark banter. Yes. Yes. That is. The best. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I could honestly just watch that show. Yes. I don't even care about yes. it. I mean, I love the entrepreneur part, but uh-huh. but just them, like uh-huh. the after, uh-huh. where mm-hmm. they're so caught up in the moment that they're still either arguing uh-huh. or they're making fun of the person that made the investment. Yeah, yeah. Those are the, that's gold. Yeah. I mean, how much of that is happening that you're not showing? Is it happening every a lot, pitch? A lot. Um, yeah, can you just show that? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> and uh, we added that because... It was happening, and we found it also entertaining. Yeah, and so we're like, oh, let's do that, you know. And you know, of course, in the, when a show is new, you want to be like super tight and clean, and this right. is what the show is, and people understand it. Yes. And then now we have it the luxury of loosening up a little bit because people know what the format is. Um. So, and the sharks, you know, yeah, they're there. There's there's downtime in between pitches. There's you know, and they're they're so comfortable now, you know, not even realizing the cameras are there. They're doing stuff. They're, you know, and that we found that so interesting. So we add a little bit of that. There's a lot of it. Some of it we can't, you know, a lot of it we can't air, right. you know, <laughs> some of it because of just some time. Like right. it would be all that and not, I mean, we have a lot to get through. A lot. You know, uh, all the ins and outs of the pitches. I and mean, we're always really struggling for time. I'm sure because the there's show. so many things you have to hit. And then, you know, a lot of the stuff, like, we play music in between. Um, oh, really? Yeah, to keep the energy up. It's a yeah. really fun set. Yeah. You know, in order to talk about business for 10 to 12 hours, you know, 8 to 10 pitches a day and keep their energy up, it has to be fun. And these are multi-millionaires, <laughs> right. billionaires. Right. So if it's not, they don't have to do this. Exactly. You know, they do this That's because. That's the beauty of the show. They do this because they want to help. They love the agenda of the show, which is helping entrepreneurs and small business, but also because it's fun. If it wasn't fun, they wouldn't do this. Right. You know? and, and then also because they like making money. Yes, of course. Right. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm just um, going to speak yeah. for Kevin. <laughs> um, and so there's a lot of like banter and music and they're dancing and they're singing and we can't air any of that because we don't, you know, music right. rights, right, all right, that. Right, right. And then like I would say a big chunk of it, they're like they're cursing and they're dirty <laughs> right. and they're, you know, it's like, oh, it's yeah. a family show. Yeah. So we can't. Hear that. Oh, my God. So what's the dynamic between let's get a little. <clears throat> Bit, spill a little bit of tea of the dynamic okay. between them. So it feels like Mark and um, uh, Robert mm-hmm. are generally good. 
like relationship wise. Well, yeah, but they're all. But they, they get into it relationship too. wise. They're all they're prickly. All they're all good. Right. <laughs> but what's amazing to me is when they're on, um, when they're in the tank. Yeah. The, they just the way they go after each other, the way they you know their perspectives, <laughs> yeah. and it, it's totally real. But then it stops, and they're at the craft service table. It's like they, it's fine. They're it's okay. So interesting. Yeah. And you know, it's like Gordon Ramsay. He's yelling and yeah, screaming, yeah. but then you meet him out off, right. out of the kitchen, and he's a lovely person. <laughs> right. You know, it's just they're, they're so on. no one's really getting any under anyone's skin in a real way. Not that I know of. Maybe okay. personally, they're going home, going off, oh, fuck them. You right. know, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't but, seem like. But it. It really, they're all friends. I mean, we've all yeah. been together. It is a family. You know, we've all been together for so long. You know, it was interesting <clears throat> um, when Bethany took on Mark Cuban. Yeah. Oh, that was so epic. Yeah, Just yeah, because yeah. nobody does in that way, right. and she doesn't care, and she right. wasn't afraid. What was your guys' reaction watching that? No, we. I mean, we thought it was great. Um, you weren't expecting it. No, no, we weren't expecting it. But also, I mean, I don't think anyone's like afraid of Mark. I think everyone. There's been a lot of heated fights between Mark and everybody, right. pretty much. True, you know? true. So, it was a way. <clears throat> it, I don't remember what was she calling him the king, and I, yeah, I, I think she felt like she was being dismissed right, or shut down. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it was so interesting to watch him. I just more of that, more of that, more of that. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, all yeah. I asked for. It's just, <laughs> I love shark drama. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's like also we're not manufacturing it. No, it's so obvious. It's hard to that's what the sh- know that's, how it's going to happen. But that's you know? why the show works so well, because it never feels, I mean, obviously it's a format. Right. So, but within the format, like you said, they don't know what the questions are going to be. Um, you know, if you watch it as much as I do and for as long as I have, you can anticipate the, the holes in the pitch that will that they'll go after. Right. But I still can't predict who's going to get a deal. I mean, when it's really bad, you know they're not going to get one. Right. But like even in those cases, sometimes uh-huh. Kevin will make a deal uh-huh. or Lori will make a deal. I'm like, what on earth is happening? Right, right, right. And then you can see like the little ones with the tech stuff where yeah. like Mark and Robert are perking up. And when they're you do the cutaways and they're writing furiously. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the excitement of it. Like it never gets old, at least to me, that's it never amazing, gets old. Yeah. That's great. I to love hear. it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I love it. And I love that you're having more guest hosts too. I uh-huh. think Chris Saka is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, is he going to be back? Uh, not this coming season. Okay. So, yeah. who are the new, can you say who the new guest hosts are this coming season? I don't think I can. Okay. Yeah. Are there going to be any repeats from this yes, past? Yes, there okay. definitely will be repeats from the past. Okay. And hopefully some new ones. Yeah. yeah. And I like it's Sarah. It's not all locked in. Sarah so. Blakely, Blankley. Blakely from Blakely, Spain. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's really good yeah. too. I like having more women on. So as you were saying that, you know, throughout the seasons, um, we found fine-tuned a little bit, but we haven't really gone off the rails and gone totally changed it and made it crazy or stunty. And like we're really protective of the integrity of the show. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, that the audience is savvy. You know, and when you do stupid, crazy stuff right. or manufacture things, you can smell it. You know it. Um, so there's not that much we can do to control um, the dynamic of the show or to make it fresh. I mean, there's little tweaks, you know, and a huge part of that is bringing in new sharks because new sharks, you know, change the dynamic in the tank. They do. They, there's just so that's like a huge thing that we can do as producers yeah. is to bring new sharks in. Now, that's a really good point. Yeah. And honestly, um, I don't miss Kevin when he's not there. <clears throat> I'm just going to be honest. Okay. I, I yeah. think he's a great shark. Uh huh. But he can wear thin. Uh-huh. And and the times that he's not there, I find I'm a little bit 
happier. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> Kevin, you're welcome on any time. Um, you know, just because he can, it, it's a shtick that sometimes, right, right. you know, mm-hmm. it, it gets old sometimes. Right. And so, and then the other sharks are less <clears throat> predictable and kind of the things, the right. places they're going to go or, or the I things mean, they're going to I mean, I think all say. the sharks have to be careful of that, of, you know, like you were saying, like, oh, Mark's going to say this and then Lori's going to say that. Like, we don't, you know, as producers, we don't want that to happen. We yeah. want everyone to be unpredictable, but we also want everyone to be true to who they are. Right. They're going to say what they're going to say. Absolutely. So, so yeah. have you guys tracked, I'm sure there's a tracking somewhere, uh-huh. who makes the most deals, who makes the least deals? Because it feels like Robert hardly ever makes a deal. Um, no, he makes he makes lots of deals. Does yeah, he? yeah, yeah. We do track. And Kevin it. I, makes the most. Does he make the most? I wouldn't say that. Oh, so no, interesting. I don't, I don't. You know, numbers wise, honestly, off yeah. the top of my head, I don't know. Okay, but we do track it. Right. Uh, but like, I'd love to know. Yeah. Get back to me on that one. Okay. <laughs> it just feels like Kevin's usually making an offer. Maybe he's not always making the deal, but it feels like he's making offers more than anyone else. Uh, yeah, perhaps because he always makes very creative right. offers. He does. You know, whereas somebody might. Um, it might not be financially feasible for them or, you know, uh, Kevin will figure out a way, you know, yeah. to do it. Can you tell a story where a pitch has gone totally off the rails and you guys had to actually intervene in the middle of a pitch? Uh, yeah. I, you know what? Cause we've done so many pitches. Right. I don't know if this aired. Okay. I guess maybe you could tell well, me. With my Did horrible memory, maybe. Fainted? Oh, no, I don't think so. Maybe we didn't air it. I don't okay. know. There was uh, a- an entrepreneur before they started or in the middle? In the middle. Oh, God. There were three uh, entrepreneurs oh, for a business. Jesus. And one of them in the middle of the pitch just fainted. Oh, my God. Like, ah. And you have paramedics right there, I'm yes, sure. Yes, yes. And there's a therapist on the set, too, right? There is a therapist. And then like, how does that work? Like, I think that's been the case on almost every reality right. show that I've worked on. <laughs> um, after the pitch, okay. everybody has to get kind of debriefed by a therapist. Um, just to make sure they're okay right. and everything's good. Right. You know? <laughs> you good? So, and we don't single out anybody. And okay. It's not like only you have to go see the therapist. I, mean, right. I would love to, actually. <laughs> um, Full time. Everybody um, uh, sees the therapist just to make sure that, you know, it's, it's an intense experience, especially if you're not somebody who is, you know, media savvy or someone who's has experience, you know, I think we're when you live in L.A. and maybe we're all a little bit jaded, but to some of these people, I mean, oh, yeah. it's such a crazy, huge experience it's for them. It's crazy. And yeah. then the nerves get the best of them. Yes. I love when you guys keep in sort of the mm-hmm. mess ups at the yes, beginning. Yes, Because you know what? As an audience member, too, yeah, sometimes like I think, oh, my God, like, could I do that? Could I go up there? And like some of these people are so articulate and so like they just have their wits about them. And it's amazing to me that they can do that. And so when someone's not like that, it's relatable because it's like, oh, yeah, I'd kind of be like that, you know? So, a hundred percent. I'm thinking, like, I would, do, I call it Cindy Brady from right. like the old days when the light went on in that episode <laughs> right, and she froze. Right, right, right. Yeah, That'd so be that crazy. happens. Yeah. So, give, give me just fun quirks of each of the sharks that you can reveal, like in the off air. Like, you know, Barbara only likes lentils for lunch or like, what's a, um, what's, what's, what's a little okay. pet peeve or quirk of each of them? Let's see. Uh, Barbara, um, love her. She's super dirty. 
No, it's so, not a shot. So, not a shot. So, you know, like there's so so many amazing things that happen, like that she does that we can't air, you know, because <laughs> decency and yeah. <laughs> the FCC. That's um, hilarious. So her, uh, Damon has a great sense of humor. He does. I was going to really bring that does. up earlier. Really, and it's, it's underrated. It, it's, it is underrated because he's not like, hey, this is a show. Totally. Almost everything but he, he says just, cracks me but up. he has a really subtle, like really, yeah. Agree, completely. Um, let's see. Lori's always freezing in the tank. <laughs> she has a little heater. I can relate to that. Uh, <laughs> it, is co- it is cold on set. Yeah. You know, and she's so tiny. She is. She is. She's tiny, she cold. You know, and so she, there's like this uh, heater that's blowing heat on her from the bottom. And whoever's like sitting next to her like is like, ah, I'm so hot. You know. That's hilarious. Uh, but the, uh, Mark, you know, loves to rap and he always sings in between. He raps. Yeah, yeah he loves hip hop, you know. Oh. He's all, and they're amazing. We use it for our gag reel, but of course we can't use it in the show. Oh, I love it. Uh, what else? Kevin. Uh, Kevin. I mean, <laughs> you know, the thing about Kevin is that even though he, you know, he can be really acerbic and, you know, harsh, <laughs> right. you know, he just does it with a little twinkle in his eye, yeah. you know, and he's he's so funny, yeah. you know, yeah. and he's he's just a great person to be around and he's lovely. So it, and he like, lo- you could tell he loves he it. He loves it. and He has so much fun. He yeah. just. Yeah. And then who am I forgetting? Robert. Robert. Um, what about Robert? I mean, Robert's a great guy. I mean, such a like snazzy dancer and, he, and he's <laughs> yeah. always at the craft service table. I don't know how he stays so thin. Right. You know? Because he's working out a lot. <laughs> he works right? out a lot. Yeah. He's always there and he's just always so like, you know, he's so much energy. I and love him. Like, anybody who comes up to him and talks to him and he's just like, oh, he's so effusive yeah. and nice and lovely. I mean, really, every, our core team and just, we all have a great time. They're all wonderful people and that's, you know, we never have like, oh my God, this, this, especially in regards to talent. Where yeah, people are like, I mean, oh these my are, God, again, these are like assholes said, talent. You know, these or, are people that don't need the money, yes. that don't need the show. So the fact that they're yes. all professionals and yes. nice to work with, yes, that's incredible. And they all believe in the show. And yes, of course, they you know want to make money. Right. They're looking for, and you know, they love that they're just sitting there, and yeah. you know. People are just coming to them. They don't have to seek anyone out. Right. So you know, they love that. But, right, right. but at the end of the day. There are easier ways to invest (laughs) (laughs) sitting for 10 hours a day, you know, watching these pitches. Yeah. So they do it um, for the fun, for the love love of it, but also really to help people at the end of the day. I love that. Yeah. So how long will Shark Tank go on? Say forever, please. I I don't know. I hope it goes (laughs) on forever, but who knows? But you're happy. You want to stay with it. Yeah. I mean, it's been, um, I'm I'm so grateful to be on the show. I mean, this is pretty much the only show I've done for the last decade, which is unheard of in it really this business, is. for sure. I mean, I was used to going from job to job to job. <laughs> right, like and, most know. producers. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like super spoiled. When yeah. this ends, like I'm like, it's going to be tough for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be like, ah. Do you ever, I don't know why this just occurred to me, but do you ever want to invest in, like, do you ever consider investing? Are you even allowed in some of these companies? I, I, I'm probably am not allowed. I don't know. <laughs> right. It's never uh, But no, to it has not. I'm, I'm very risk adverse and I have no idea what I'm doing as <laughs> far as that funny. Kind of, so you don't so, feel like you've learned over the years? I have learned. <laughs> doesn't make you want to do it. <laughs> you know, but it doesn't make me want to invest. Yeah. And it really does not make me want to be an entrepreneur. Interesting. <laughs> right. You're like, I love what so I do. They grind. They grind. Yeah. They grind. And you know, honestly, I don't want to grind all the time. Yeah. It's <laughs> a know? lot of grinding. And also that it's a 24-7 job. Right. And I, I actually actually like to walk away and go home and not think about work, you know, sometimes. So, what? Yeah, I'm crazy. 
Um, and what so, do you do for your downtime to to chill, like on your hiatus? You said you were traveling. Uh, uh, we like to travel. Yeah. You know, um, I have a seven year old, so as you know, to get in as much time with him as possible. That's how I kind of create balance with our family. Is that when I'm working, it's it's very intense. And yeah. It's full on, but I also get big chunks of downtime. And when, nice. so when it's that, it's like fully focused on him. Does your son watch Shark Tank? Uh, he does every now and then. You know, <laughs> he's definitely a very. He always visits the set. I brought him to the Emmys last year. Oh, as your date? Uh, yeah, my, with my husband, Aww, the three of us. That's so but, nice. But that was awesome. Did you guys win last year? Yes. yes. I was like, thank God. Thank God. You know? you... Because at first I'm like, oh, you know, it's okay if we, you know, I've already won. Right. And, like, my son's but, here. But my son's here. And Aww. it would have been such a bummer because he was so happy. Right. <laughs> and he was carrying it around. And, yeah, he had so much. I brought my mom, too, actually. So it was, it was so really, nice. It was really nice. So yeah. is Mark involved at all in the show now? Or of course, yeah. So he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. He still looks sick. Stuff. I, he doesn't look at like every uh, pitch, right, right. you know, but he's definitely involved in the overall wow. vision, especially in choosing the new sharks, you know, and yeah. that kind of thing. So, yeah, he's definitely still involved. Like in the pre-production part, he's, he's really. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Well, this has been everything I thought oh, it would be and more. God, thank you. I've so enjoyed this conversation. I feel like we need a part two. <laughs> I can't wait for it to come back. Yay. It's my favorite, favorite thing to look forward to. And thank you so much for thank doing this. Thank you. Here. It was a pleasure. It was so much fun. <laughs>